Just on a daily basis uh -huh. Every minute, every hour So we try to save it Welcome everybody to Trig's Actual. I'm here with Brian and our special guest today. We're bringing it back to New Jersey, which we love doing. We've had people all over, Kentucky, uh, California. We've had San Jose Sharks announcers on, but we love bringing it back. Upcoming, uh, one of the you know leading candidates of best battle rapper at this moment, New Jersey's own Real Sick. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Thank you for the good words. I appreciate oh. that. Absolutely. I have to say I'm a little older now, as you can tell by my grotesque little people here. <laughs> so I don't really follow Battle Rap as much as I used to. I'll be the first one to admit mm -hmm. that. I'm back in like the 06, 07 era, early smack, even early URL. So when mm -hmm. I hear like someone coming up that everyone's talking about, I delve into them. You've gotten me back into the scene a bit. I, I watch all your rounds. I, I, when I hear you're in a battle, I tend to delve mm -hmm. in. So I, I really appreciate when somebody new comes up who everyone has nice things to say about. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So to, so to gauge it, have you seen just the YouTube stuff or have you seen like the, the YouTube stuff? stuff yeah, I haven't, I haven't done the URL app yet. So I haven't gotcha. seen the Mike P one yet. Uh, I watch a lot of YouTube ones. I battle well, the yeah. flex runs and stuff. And I, yeah. we're going to talk about that because I want to ask you later on in the show what you feel about okay. like how they drop. But really quick, we like to do this with Jersey people because uh -huh. as you know, everyone in Jersey, we're kind of like a close knit state. You know, right, right. you could talk shit. We could talk shit about Jersey, but no one yeah. else can. Nobody you know, else, yeah. No, fuck <laughs> outside we, of Jersey. We know, yeah. we know that we're pieces of shit. We know we're assholes, but yeah. it, we're we're our assholes. We're our own pieces exactly. Of shit. Exactly. So if you're out, if you're if from like I don't know Tennessee, and you say Jersey sucks, you're no, no, you're not yeah. allowed to do that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. really quick, what we do with every Jersey person? It's an argument that goes on for ages. Obviously, pork roll or Taylor ham. Uh, what do you call it? I, 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 whatever it says on the menu is normally where, what I say, because right. I don't like contrary to popular belief, I don't have a preference with those two. I know that's a big thing over here, Yeah. but like if the, if the menu says pork roll and I want it, I'm going to say pork roll. If it says Taylor ham, I'm going to just say Taylor ham. Yeah. I don't really have a preference. I just want to eat. He doesn't give a yeah, shit. What yeah. I just, yeah. I don't care what it's called. Cause to be honest, if I'm at a diner, I'm I'm most likely getting either super super late food or like breakfast. I don't really have like lunch at a diner spot. So if I'm having breakfast, I might be having you know eggs and bacon and maybe pancakes or something. You know what I mean? And then dinner, I'll be having like a a, a fucking sandwich or pasta or something like that. Right. But like, I. I don't so at those two times I usually have like other menu preferences but yeah if I was to any time that I've gotten a pork roll or a Taylor ham whatever it says on the menu man. All right so <laughs> because I say Taylor ham and it's my show we'll be defaulting <laughs> to pork roll so real safe called it cool. pork roll and for people who are from Jersey and have no idea like yeah. how good diner food is what he's talking about you have no idea like you have no idea. You yeah. either eat it early in the morning or really late at 2 a.m. Yeah. drunk. That's the yeah, only yeah, time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, the, I mean, you guys know the Somerset Diner? The yeah, one yes. That's, it's like down Easton. Their, their strawberry cheesecake, like the cheesecake with the strawberry preserve on it or whatever. I So when I was like really, really little, I used to live in Somerset. Um, but like, yes, yeah, so that diner was like a place that we went frequently. But now... Like that cheesecake next to Cheesecake Factory, obviously. But that cheesecake is like amazing to me. That's like one of my favorite cheesecakes. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just had no. to shout them out. I, I got it. It'd be great if that was the end of the interview. Well, we got his food reviews, so that's it. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about, like, um, you know, how you grew up, your upbringing. Obviously, you're from Jersey, where you grew up. How you got into hip-hop first? Like, was it a, a certain artist that made you want to start rapping when you started writing? Just take it from there, man. Well, my culture is very musical, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, um, the same – it's, like – like our music, Punjabi people, Sikh people, our music is everybody listens to it, right? And like, like all through India, it's kind of like how um, black music is treated in America. How like it'll be at all the weddings, all the clubs, all the. So our music is like that in India. 
right? And then um, even our religious text is written in music. The whole thing rhymes. Uh, if you ever walk into a Sikh temple, then you're going to hear music playing. So I've always liked music, but I never really connected with too much music until since I was raised here, uh, um, until I heard rap. So I remember the first thing, I was eight years old when 8 Mile came out. Mm. And my sister was watching it for her birthday. And I heard Shook Ones by Mob Deep playing, right? the, the way the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. opens up. And then when Prodigy said, uh, punch you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone, right? How visual that was as an eight-year-old. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. What is that? What is this? And I sat and watched like the whole movie. And that was kind of like, like my first introduction to just hip-hop in general. Like I, I had heard, because that was around the time hip-hop was kind of becoming worldwide. So you'd yeah. hear it in other places too. So even in like, Punjabi music, there would be like a hip hop beat, you know what I mean? Or, or so it was kind of going everywhere. And then like on the way to school, my bus driver would play Hot 97 or something. But in until I like really listened to that, and that's a great introduction because it has it's an introduction to battle rap, to writing music, to you know Lyric. like so performing that lyricism, just all all of that stuff, right? So I wrote my first rhyme after that. Uh, after that movie, just because I guess I was an. Do you remember it? Kid. Do you remember your first rhyme? Eight years old. I remember the first line. I always remember the first line. It was just uh, walking down the street, ain't missing no beat. That was the first line. That's all I remember. It's better it than the first terrible. line I ever wrote. I didn't know how how to count bars yet, so I just right. did one line. I would just rhyme twice in one line, and then I'd start rhyming something else the next line. It was yeah. so bad. That's all I remember about it. I don't remember the whole thing, but um, don't feel yeah. bad because Scott, Scott can't count bars either. I, I bro, yeah. I've been rapping for eighteen years and I still don't know how to count bars, so I, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> really, exactly. like Brian, Brian will be like, Brian will be like, do sixteen bars. I go, just give me the time frame you want me to stop at. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> oh man, nah, I I I I started learning how to count bars. So like that, this happened after because. You know, since I was born in 94, I didn't really get to experience everything that came before me, right? So, obviously, after 8 Mile, I was all Shady Records, you know, 50 G-Unit, D12 or whatever. But, but by, like, 2004, 2005, uh, I'm in, like, fifth grade. And my friend's dad uh, used to work in New York and he used to come back with the Smack DVDs, right? right? And then um, along with that, I had also seen... Uh, a speech that M made when he he won some award and he just thanked all the people he was inspired by. You know, Cool G Rap, Naughty by Nature, Tupac, Big E, Big L, whatever. All these names that I, I might have heard before, but I didn't really know who they were. So 2004, 2005 is when I started doing my hip-hop history, right? So again, I'm 10, 11 years old. I, I found out what LimeWire was. So I was like, just going on there and typing in names that I'd hear. So then I'd hear. So like, let's say I I heard M say Cool G rap. I typed in Cool G rap. Four, five, six comes up. I listened to that, and he got a feature on there with Nas on a song called Fast Life. I'm like, Nas is dope. Then I type in Nas, and I listen to it. You know what I mean? That's that, right. I was kind of doing that, and then also um, just going on Google and. Once I liked the artist, just going on their Wikipedia and seeing their discography. So from 2000, so from that point on to like 2009, I didn't really listen to anything current, unless rappers that I was a fan of dropped something. So like, like if Fifty dropped the album or um, something like that, then then I'd listen to it. But everything else I was listening to was just back then, like everything that came before me. And I was along with that. I'm watching the Smack DVDs. I'm watching Battles. Along with that, um, um, watching like hip hop documentaries and shit. Like I was just immersed with hip hop by that point. And then 2009 is kind of when I like popped out of that bubble, and I was and I found out about Slaughterhouse and right. Tech Nine and all Kendrick Cole, everybody that was coming up around then. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just uh, I just wanted to know everything that happened before me you know what i mean like yeah. as much as i could remember so uh, it's still dope so, so you mentioned nino bless that's one of my closest friends now and um he'll always like 
if he mentions an artist or something that I never really got to check into, I'll still go go and listen to, like if I missed a Master Ace, right? Then I'll <laughs> go back and listen to Master Ace or something, you know what I mean? So I'm still, I'm always learning, but that was like my years of just start I, falling in love with hip hop. I have to say, you utilized LimeWire way better than I did. <laughs> it, was, it was at the age I yeah, learned about yeah. I learned about browsers and boy oh, was, gotcha, I, gotcha. was I downloading <laughs> was I downloading and renaming a lot of songs so yeah. other people using the computer wouldn't find out what the actual I got were. I got Rick rolled a lot. Remember that? You download okay. a song like, and yeah. it would do that. Yeah. Oh I love that song. Never gonna give you up. That's right, Gasly. Hated that. Like, like I, I downloaded Renegade, and you click yeah when you're looking for a song. It's a big download thing. Renegade, yeah, because I had my little MP3 <laughs> that I, I stole from a, somebody. I think the, Yo, biggest, think that's like the first troll, if you really think yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, whoever created that is the first internet troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like it was first, or like the prank calls, maybe. Remember the like the oh, prank yeah. calls that well, you do. I think that's how it was in like in outside of the internet because you have uh -huh. to pick up a phone and call but like now on the internet yeah, yeah. there and be like yeah, oh yeah. everyone's gonna get fucking angry at this interesting <laughs> i didn't think about that yeah first I, I, troll i will say that the biggest uh, disappointment in my life is that i never got rick rolled while downloading a song i had yeah. to actually go search the video and then yeah. people can see my recent history and be like you like this song it's like it's a great song I'm a i don't yeah I, I, I don't even think i knew what it was called i didn't i was just like what the fuck is this <laughs> like you know i know this isn't renegade by J and M. I know this isn't that. This is, the beat doesn't drop like this. What, what, It'd be what great if, it would be phenomenal if someone it was battering you and had Rick Astley show up and just <laughs> Rick rolling you while you're fucking battling. Yeah, right, right. So like you said you started to come into your own and when you got out of that shell. When did the battling start? Because, like, to me, it's always fascinating. Like, we used to do battles at parties and schoolyards, yeah. obviously, and parties at, you know, you know, Rutgers and Seton Hall, all these things. Yeah. It'd be, like, one bar and, you know, you blow the lid off or whatever. Yeah, those and, are the but, best. Yeah, oh, this, yeah. wasn't it a better time? <laughs> wasn't it a great time, man, like, where you had to, like, cipher and, you know, just, that, like, nobody understands that feeling who's never done it, like, to get that ooh yeah. and off from a bar that just, yep. you know, Absolutely. Euphoria. It's euphoria. Yeah. So, like, yeah. when did you realize, like, all right, I want to do a league thing? Were you contacted or did you reach out to somebody? So, I, like, by the time I was 2009, when I popped out of that bubble, I was already practicing, you know, the craft. And I was, I was, I was writing all the time. But, so I was in high school, ninth grade. And um, my first battle, it was in the hallway. It was just... Everybody in my grade do, knew that I could rap. But when I went to high school, the 10th, 11th, and 12th graders didn't know. So that ooh and ah that you're talking about, there was a lot of rappers in my school. So, you know, on the way to class, you might see a cypher and just rap real quick and then go to class. Like, there, there was a lot of that in my school. And um, so I started getting known, obviously, because I stand out. People never saw a rapper with a turban before, right? And then so I'm, I, I'd, like, kill a cypher. And I was doing that a lot. And then the 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 one I still remember to this day that, that like the whole school found out about me. We had like a delayed opening, and everybody's in the cafeteria uh, or not the uh, the gym, right? And people start rapping. They're pointing, oh, that kid, he raps too. And yeah, right. It's like all right. And I, I I remember the line was something like, hit back flips like gymnastics. I just rhymed like that. And I was like, it, at, it, I was doing this crazy flow thing. And then everybody, oh, the, everybody thinks it's a fight. You know what I mean? They look <laughs> over and then they, they, so that was like how everybody in my school got to know me North, in North Brunswick High School, right? And then, um, so then the upperclassmen like asked me, like I was anxious to rap in front of people, right? So it was three dudes. They they saw me in the hallway before homeroom. They're like, "Yo, we heard you rap. Let me hear something." I rap my little rhyme, and then all three of them take turns, but they're like rapping at me. So they're saying shit, but they're like <laughs> rapping at me, right? So I got mad. I didn't. Uh, all my rhymes were just about myself. I wasn't writing in a battle rap aspect yet. 
So I remember that because that's when I started writing from a battle rap aspect, more punchlines, more like I would have those verses too, along with the, the, the just lyrical acrobatic verse or whatever, right? So I, I wrote like 100 bars, memorized it, and the next time I saw him, I was like, let's battle. And then I, it, was, it sounds like a fucking movie, but that's like exactly what happened. That was my first battle. And then from then to like, when I joined the league, I would battle here and there. Um, I lived in Camden for a couple years. I would battle over there uh, at studios that I went to when there were other rappers. It was classic, I got a verse, you got a verse right. type thing, right? So then you dub Arsenal's league, uh, put some Instagram post up. Like, if you know somebody that can rap, uh, tag them in this. And somebody tagged me in it. And then uh, their process, they had this tournament going on. And they were like, um, yeah, if you, uh, if you win the tournament, you could you start battling with us, whatever. And I won the tournament. So I joined and I won the tournament. And, you know, you do, are, are we going all the way to I battle? That was yeah, that ahead. Yeah, your question? Bro. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I'm fascinated. I, this is why, like, I, 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 I always like talking to the battlers, like, I watch. Because, like, you yeah. know, you, they always ask about the battles itself. But I never really get the mm -hmm. background and, like, how it happened. It's really, it's really I know I'm long-winded. That's Go why I'm it. like. Uh, yeah, so so you dub right? They weren't as consistent as like other. They didn't know about artist development as much. They would kind of just throw events because Arsenal was the owner and he could just throw an event whenever. Yeah. But they weren't really developing artists like that. So from two thousand, that was two thousand fifteen to two thousand eighteen, I battled maybe twice, three times a year. I wasn't consistent with it, right? I was just doing it for fun. 2019 is when Lex Luthor hit me and he, he was like, yo, why aren't you famous yet? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know. And Words that like, have never just... been said to me. <laughs> 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 and and the, he was just like, you got to be more consistent. Cause like I said, like my first year is when I, I think I maybe had three, four battles th that year. And then every year after it was probably once or twice. It was just whatever. Yeah. And then Lex was like, just be more consistent. So he had this whole plan. Lex is perfect at, you know, picking talent and and knowing how to develop people. You know what I mean? And like just just I battle is such a such a great place to get groomed because you're gonna battle every kind of rapper, mm -hmm. right? They have I think they have the most diverse talent pool. And um yeah, and by my third battle on I battle, that's when URL called me, and I got the call to go overseas on Shoddy Horrors League in London. So right. that's that's kind of when I started being more consistent. Is kind of when everything started happening. I would say I've never seen an artist like take off as quick, like from just you said 2019 to like you you headlined a, a URL. Verse like, nine, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, really impressive, especially with like. It's a cutthroat, I would assume. I'm not in it, but I would assume, like, it's a little cutthroat as a culture. Like, people want that top spot. Like, so mm -hmm. for you to, like, get it as someone who's kind of new, that's uh, it's really cool, and I'm happy to see it, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy because the battle that got me all the calls is when I battled Excel. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the person that's standing right there is Mike P. He's right there in the footage. That was his first time watching me. And then literally... That was 2019, and then now this past March, I'm headlining against Mike P. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a full circle kind of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, it it, it is pretty quick. You know what I mean? Like battling Chilla Jones a year after that. You know what I mean? Like that's and he ends up getting champion of the year. And one of the battles that they said was like his toughest battle was me and him. You know what I mean? I got to battle B Magic. I'm such a big B Magic. Fan. I love B Magic. You know what I mean? I really do. Like I'm a big. Fan. I do too. I love his but, name flips. I think his, yeah. his his battle versus Real Deal to this day is one of the best battles of all time. I, I truly believe that. I really. I, there's there's rounds from Magic that I know word for word. You yeah. know what I mean? And unfortunately, I beat shit down his leg. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wish. That's I an wish amazing he, like, term. I beat <laughs> shit down his leg. Yeah, but I, 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 he was kind of like being more consistent. He wasn't messing right. up. And then against me, yeah, I don't know what happened. But um, yeah. And then, and then, like you said, headline. And and then now this next situation that I got is ridiculous too. I can't say too much about it. But yeah, it is going. It is going really quick. And I'm just 
I have so much like gratitude for it. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, go on, Brian. What's uh, what's like your your process for prepping for a battle? Like you find out you got one, what's like your timeline? Well, it depends on how much time I have to prepare. So my battle with Chilla Jones, my battle with Kid Chaos, my battle with um, B Magic, all those were written a week or two weeks before the battle. Um, me and Chilla Jones had like 16 days until our battle. So when, when it's just that small window of time, you don't really have much time to second guess things. You kind of just got to, I, I take a day or two to maybe, you know, watch. I'll watch some of their battles and um, notice weaknesses and just think of a game plan or think of how I want to rap against them, what I want to say. Uh, sh- should I just go in there and rap? Should I bring angles? Should I joke on them? Like, whatever. I'll just, like, watch the game tapes and see what I can do. And then I'll just start writing. And then, you know, like, every day. And I don't know if this is a superstitious thing, but I think I, I come up with the best shit either right when I'm about to sleep or <laughs> right when I wake up. Like those, those two times is when I think my brain is working the most. Like I, I'll still come up with shit during the day, yeah. but I just, everything, my thoughts just and happen to rhyme around those times. Like I could think something and then, the, what I want to say to follow it just happens to rhyme. That's that's the best way to describe it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so um, that's usually when I'll come up with the stuff. And then, like I said, if it's a short time span, I, I like to be done at least a week before um, I have to go battle. I like to be done writing by then so I can kind of just repetition, repetition and memorize everything. Um, yeah, but how, much, how, ideally, much, how many reps do you do? to memorize like three rounds um well it it depends on it depends on how like i'm trying uh it's it's different for each one because you know you don't the problem with that getting ready quick is you don't get to there's no there's no like space to breathe in your material because you're just you're just you just have it in a special way like yeah. you, you have it in a, in a specific order that are little memory ticks to you. You know what yeah. I mean? So you know when you say this, you gotta. If I have quick prep, that's when I'll usually kind of try to make, you know, it, whatever I end the the line with, I'll try to start the next line rhyming with that one. So it's like a connector. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'll t- I'll try to do things like that. <clears throat> but um, if I have a whole bunch of time, like I had with Mike P. That's we had maybe four, four weeks, something like that, which is like an eternity to me. You know what I mean? With that, it'll just be as I'm writing it, I'm memorizing it. You know what I mean? Because if I come up with 16 bars one day, I'm just going to say that 16 bars until the next time I write more. And now I'm just adding on to that. You know what I mean? Repetition, it's always been like memorization has always been easy for me. Because, like I said, I started when I when I saw Eight Mile, and I remember M was like writing. He wouldn't write the line; he'd write like a word down or something. So that's how I started writing. On the left side of the page, I'd write the words that I'd be rhyming with, and then on the right side of the page, I'd write the whole line out. So what that did was, when I saw the word, I know the line, right? And that's kind of I, I didn't even realize until I reflected back on it. I was kind of training myself to memorize stuff like this by that so like now i'll just need to write the words you know what i mean uh, if it's something you know long-winded or whatever but um yeah i think it's just the way i trained my brain to work i guess when it comes to rhyming everything else like I- i'll forget shit all the time but i won't i will never forget rhymes <laughs> like i'll forget dates and fucking you know, like things like he that. Left, he left the rapping. oven on upstairs right now. Yeah, I'll leave. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll do. I'll do things like that. But like when it comes to rapping, yeah, it's just, 
it's it, I, I guess I just figured out a formula. Yeah, you can't explain it really because people do ask like how do yeah, you, you hear me rambling rhyme? over here? Like oh no, it's true. <laughs> like, you, to, like yeah, you can't explain it to people because it's like how do you think of rhyming that? And it, I'm sure you do. Like we do multis. Like you're a multi yeah. guy, so like I just personally think it sounds fresher when it's multis. I I like of it. Course. It feels to my ears a lot better. But like yeah. you're right, you you don't know how to explain how you think of it. It just it comes. Like you'll see. A That's almost. It's like it falls out. Right. Right. It's yeah. Like very weird. You can't explain it. So you just. You think of that ending rhyming word, and your uh, your brain just starts working. Like there's a there's a rhyme there's a rhyme I had. It was uh, on one of my songs. Skis on my feet, looking like peekaboo streets, and it's yeah. like, how does that work? Because she was a skier, <laughs> but her name yeah, rhymes yeah. with skis on my feet. You can't explain. Yeah. It, just, it just goes. It just fucking yeah, goes. Yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah, you can't. Just, but, it, uh, that's why I like describing it. Like my thoughts just rhyme. Right. But like yeah. that. Like. Cause you'll you'll think of something, and then what should I say with that? And then it'll just what you want to say will just happen. It to falls rhyme. out. It just, it just <laughs> rhymes. Yeah. My thoughts just rhyme. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's the best way I can think of it. So what he's saying is he's a witch. So that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love how I met someone younger because uh, Brian and I were actually in high school, and Eight Mile came out. Really aging ourselves. Mm. And when we walked out of that theater as white dudes, it was literally, you you couldn't imagine high school or towns, I mean, yeah. the surrounding areas, like the next weekend at parties, battles mm -hmm. happened. Everyone yeah. was battling. So like for, 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 to find out someone younger that age uh -huh. was actually influenced by that movie as well is really yeah. like mind blowing. I thought it was just like our age group, our, our. Yo, yeah. you know, it's actually pretty crazy to think about that. That movie might be one of the biggest movies of all time. Like it yeah. shifted a whole culture. Right. Yeah. People like it went from like hip hop battling was kind of like an underground thing to like, mm -hmm. oh wow, the biggest artist in the world, the biggest selling artist in the world used to do this. Oh, this is cool. We all have to do it now. Yeah. And then now like, you know, old people, you know, in, in like super expensive mansions and stuff know what battle rap is right. you yeah. know what i mean like it it, it, it literally like yeah or it, even it, if it you say if you say like you talk about battle rapping what they'll be oh, like, like eight mile, oh, yeah. Spaghetti, eight mile. <laughs> yeah 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 i get like, that so much when, when i'm like trying to like explain battle rap they right. will just be like oh like eight mile and i hate yep. that because yeah. I, I, I know that movie is classic and that's how a lot of the people were introduced to it but i feel like it's so much more like advanced now you know what i mean yeah. it's way yeah, different so. like it's uh it's it's taken on i mean shit like uh, watching a battle is like you can get popcorn it's like a friday night fucking movie at this point they're an hour long yeah. 55 minutes it's yeah it's a lot going on like i, I was watching like the world rap championships and it was like nine yeah. minutes long per battle so now it's just Crazy. off how does your culture like perceived battle rap i'm sure you've answered this before but like how, mm -hmm. how is it were your parents like uh like i'm not familiar with the culture at all so were your parents like what are you doing exactly how, how did i that mean work? yeah they they you know they battle rap doesn't exist in my culture right <laughs> but but it is like like i said our, our culture is very musical so music that that'll like resonate with them but no nah, my, my parents always just thought of it as a hobby um, and then now, you know, people will come up to them when they go out. Well, like, oh, we saw your son's video and shit like that. You know what I mean? So like, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy because for people that do like battle rap, but they're from my culture, a lot of the messages I'm seeing now is they never like like seeing me is kind of tr helping them introduce it to more people of my culture. Because yeah. they'll see somebody that looks, it's, it's representation, right? right? So like, um, they'll see somebody that looks like them and they'll, they'll, they might, there's a lot of people that will message me that they don't watch battle rap, but they've seen, you know, I just, when I battled Mike P, I spread awareness about an issue going on in yes. India and that went kind of, you know, all over and people that I know don't, Jinder Mahal from the WWE doesn't watch battle rap, but he saw that clip and he posted about it. You know what I mean? So like it's kind of transcending just battle rap. You know what I mean? Which is which is crazy. Um, the culture as a whole, just people that exist. I think they 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 applaud it. 
my my personal family, like I said, when I was a kid, they thought it was just a hobby. They didn't get it. But now that they're seeing that there's some kind of recognition with it and people know me from it and I'm making good money off of it, like they, they, they're just proud. You know what I mean? Good. Yeah. That's really cool. And you're right. It is representation. You're seeing it in like shows too. I mean, like, or, or movies when I, I'm watching the new Mighty Ducks Game Changers, right? Mm-hmm. And like, which is, by the way, an awesome fucking little Disney show if anybody wants to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so the main character, it'd be funny if he signed off right now. Like, oh, I'm done with this. So, so, <laughs> the main character is the best hockey player in that uh, series is an Indian girl. And it's mm-hmm. really cool because you got to figure there's probably like young Indian girls who like aren't introduced to hockey and are watching this as the main character. And yeah. they're like, wow, I want to fucking skate now. I want to play hockey. So you're right. It just is, it, it is a representation aspect of it. Man. Representation definitely, you know, affects, especially at a younger age, how far you see yourself. You right. know what I mean? So like, if there's, you know, a, a couple parents have messaged me too, like, that they they saw the battle or the video, and now their little ten year old is rapping. You know what I mean? So like yeah. something like that will help if you if you grow up and you see people that uh, uh that that look like you and they're in positions of power and things like that. You're gonna think you can get there too. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas if you if you don't see oh I, hold on my light turned off. Sorry. Uh. I think he, he forgot to go. switch the batteries, yeah. but he remembers his, <laughs> he remembers yeah. his lines, but he forgets. Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, is that too bright? Or are we good? No, you're good. Uh, you're good. Um, yeah, rep- if you don't see people that look like you in in positions of power, it might not even cross your mind that it's something that you could do as a kid, right? right. Whereas if you see somebody that looks like you in in positions like that, it'll broad in your imagination you know what i mean right. so, so it's achievable yeah, yeah yeah so i think representation is definitely important right and that's yeah. why optics very important even if you want to go as far as like agree or not disagree with his politics like obama being a black president was very important like you don't have to absolutely politics, but it gives that it gives that eight-year-old kid in school like yeah. a chance to like look at someone who is in that power and be like i could be president or like uh absolutely. you know things like tiger woods stuff like that or even like mm-hmm. Meghan markle a princess so yeah, it, yeah. it is really cool duchess i don't know what the fuck they are anymore you know, imagine, Whatever, yeah, uh, yeah. imagine if they set up a thing where they like rotated every every president it, like a race yeah, <laughs> that might be yeah, that I might be more that. That, that that might be more of a representation of America though, because yeah. America is yeah. everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? So like that that's that's a great idea. That is because in like how many? Well, let's. I don't know how many races would there be, but that means I could be eligible as the next white one when, <laughs> yeah. when the wheel turns. <laughs> this is yeah. a great idea, Brian. No, <laughs> absolutely. For the no, for the way it'll always be some rich piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe uh, that'll be me in forty years. Who knows? Uh, just a couple more things, man. Like uh, I know you've mentioned before um, on a couple interviews, uh, the not not that you don't agree, but like, how do you feel about them not dropping on YouTube? Um, is there is there anything like you wish they did different? And I don't want. I don't want to like put you on the spot to talk bad about a league. No, you're you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I, I I don't talk bad about URL. I I completely get it from a business standpoint. Yeah. For the last ten years, they've been just releasing right. content for free. Yeah. And now, from a business standpoint, it makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah. And it's not like I'm on a league that nobody watches and they're keeping my battles. It's the number one league yeah. in the world. Right. So like people still watch my battles. It's just for the replay. You got to go on the app. Right. Or like, right. you know, or if it's like just the app battle. So I get I get it. I get the exclusivity of it. And like I said, it makes sense from a business standpoint. It's just one of those things that like, you know, the you know, the celebrities knowing who, who you are. Right. You know, what I mean, like the more opportunities came to people who who dropped on YouTube. Geechee Gotti and New Jersey Twerk are the last ones that really were like the last YouTube stars, right? Because they got their battles dropped on YouTube. Uh, It was like right before the app launched, right? So like 
you got to think about it. Like the people that are subscribed to URL's YouTube channel range from the regular person to the right. to P Diddy, right? So like opportunities are more available to you when you're put on a platform that accessible and that big, right? So the thing with the app is just I feel like you got to put in a little more work to get that worldwide notoriety um, that you would normally just get with a YouTube drop, right? right? I, I think that um, everybody in battle rap knows the people that might not have a YouTube drop yet. Everybody that's a battle rap fan knows them, I think. Yeah. But I think when it comes to the casual fans, the people that just are hip-hop fans and they'll watch a battle here and there, to reach those guys, that's what YouTube was good for. Now that it's exclusive, it makes some people... I was on Clubhouse the other day, and um, or like last week, whatever, and it's crazy because Royce the 5'9 or Lupe Fiasco will just jump into a room with us because, like, Nino Bless is in the room or, like, Mar uh, Marv One, like, other people that are, um, like, known or whatever are in the room. And Royce jumped in, and I was fucking talking to Royce, which is crazy, yeah. right? And then... Um, but he was like, oh, yo, what happened to Battle Rap? And we kind of had to explain, like, yo, Battle Rap is thriving right now. They're making the most money that they've made. It's just it's not put out there as much because it's exclusive. But it just sucks to know that somebody like that, one of the greatest rappers on, on the earth right now, right, is, like, not, f like, the stories that you hear about them being on tour buses or in the studio just watching battles. Yeah on the screen like you can't do that anymore unless you have the app right yeah. so yeah. like and people are lazy and that's what it boils down to like even me <laughs> right bro, like bro yeah. if i if i put stuff in my cart and it's 99 dollars and shipping's 4.99 i'm xing out i'm not fucking yeah. paying at 4.99 <laughs> shipping that's just not happening right, right, but like right. I'm, we're all cheap fucks i mean <laughs> yeah, seriously yeah, yeah. if i buy brian if i buy brian halfbury's appetizer at applebee's after 10 o'clock in new jersey <laughs> and, and the right. next week Brian, I'm mentioning to him, yo, you owe me this week. So for someone mm. to click on that, even though it's like $7.99, $4.99, it's just like the, man, now I have to go get my credit card information, yeah. put it on my phone. Right, it, right, it's right. more of like a hassle, but it makes sense business-wise because you got to figure how much years he smacks put in. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, how do you feel the judging? If you had your choice, how mm -hmm. would you pick the judging? Because there are so many. First of all, these new fans, uh, their favorite battler is undefeated. They never lose. Yeah, but like, right. it's just <laughs> like they pick a favorite. Oh, he's twenty-five and 0, 35. Well, that's impossible. Yeah. They battle each other. But like, how would you feel the judging should be? Because I feel like it's worse than ever as far as like fan vote because yeah. the, the dick riding on the fucking favorite battlers is like just ridiculous at this point i think i think people don't re i was just talking about this because um they just had a tournament uh tournament yes, ultimate yeah. madness three they had eight battles right eat two minutes around so that's fucking six rounds per battle am i doing this math right Right, two, 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 six. Yeah, twelve. I don't know. Oh, 12 I, was taking, yeah. I was taking. Twelve fucking minutes. Algebra in fucking. <laughs> twelve. Twelve minutes of raps per battle. There's eight battles. Twelve times eight. That's ninety-six. Ninety-six minutes of information. That's an hour and a half. That's a fucking movie, like you said earlier. Yeah. Like, not you can't take in ninety-six minutes of material. These judges that that have to decide who won. 96 minutes of material in just one sitting and have like the same opinion you had like in the first battle that you're going to have in the last battle. Right. I think especially that the fact that they got to judge two minutes after they fucking see it, it's kind of like when people put album reviews on something that an artist worked eight months on and they'll listen to it once and just decide it's like, you know, you got to know you didn't digest everything that right, the artist yeah. wanted you to digest. They spent eight fucking months on it. It's not meant to be digested in two fucking, in one sitting, right? So it's kind of the same thing with battle rap because, you know, it's such a dense form of writing. There's so many things like that you're, you're not going to catch on the first, even the rappers. Rappers will catch 
more things, I think, than people that just watch. Um, but even a rapper might miss something, right? So, like, that type of stuff, like, something that dense is not meant to be judged on the spot or, like, a reactionary judgment is not a fair judgment to me with something that's that layered. You know what I mean? If you're listening to an album from an artist that literally just mumble raps and just makes catchy songs and they're not giving anything to you, yeah, cool. You could have a reactionary judgment on that, which is where I think this generation kind of, you know, gets gets that mentality from the reactionary judgment thing. Mm -hmm. But with battle rap, I don't think that's how it should be. I think you should, the battles happen on Saturday, give the judges the footage and let them make a judgment by Monday. Announce the winners on Monday. Let them go over the tapes. Let them watch it more than once. Right, because because yeah, like yeah. like let's say an album like the Eminem show, my favorite album right. of all time. There's some songs I didn't like first here around, and now they're uh -huh. my favorite. Like every other month, I'll be like, yo, my new favorite song on this album is Sing yeah. for the Moment. Yo, my new favorite song. So you're uh -huh. right, you don't really get to digest it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's there's a lot of thought put into these these kind of presentations i guess these battles these rounds these bars that that they're delivering there's a lot of thought and that that's put into it it's not supposed to be yay or nay you know what right. i mean you're yeah. supposed to like go back and kind of kind of go through it and realize what the person is saying right? right so and what you think is a heavier attack because a battle isn't just who raps better it's about who attacks better that's something that I don't think Cassidy understands yet. <laughs> he keeps jumping in trying to say he rhymes more than his opponent. Yeah, but, like, you got to attack your opponent. That's why his first round versus Hitman, he's attacking Hitman. He's getting reaction because that's the point. It's a fight. You're right. not shadow boxing. You got to attack the person in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think, I think it's not meant to be digested right after. You got to spend time with it. That's right. That's probably the most, like uh... – in-depph assessment i've heard yeah. that they give, which is really I, I honestly cool. never even thought of it that way i always thought it was i get like the 96 minutes thing it's like that's just a lot for someone to digest in general yeah. at a certain point in that last 30 minutes you're like all right let's get the fuck out of here like by the, yeah by the time you get to the fourth battle the fifth yeah. battle you're not gonna judge it the same way you judge the first one you know what I mean? You're worn out. You're not listening to every word. You're just looking for the reactions, and then you get that reactionary judgment. Yeah, exactly. Because because you know, there's a people that mix records and and and, and like engineers and stuff. They they talk about this thing called ear fatigue, and what that means, you know, these they spend hours and hours mixing a song, right? And the way that snare sounds when you first started mixing it. It's going to sound a little different three hours into the mixing right. process. Yeah. So sometimes they'll they'll have to take a break from right. from what they're mixing to to kind of refresh and come back. So the like the eighth battle that you saw, <laughs> like it might look different when you watch it first thing in the morning again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So I that yeah that that's 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 why I'm like I I had to explain all of that like that the best. The fairest judgment of a battle to me is if you sit with it for a while. The same way your fairest judgment of an album is going to be. Because these are fucking EPs, at least, that yeah. we're releasing. Right? Yeah. Like, like, without crowd reaction, these, even, th these battles that have fucking five-minute rounds, that's 15 minutes each person. That's 30 minutes of content that you're yeah. getting. That's about an EP nowadays, almost like a whole album. Right. You know what I mean? So, like... You got to judge it the same way. I Brian, think. Brian mixes all our music here. So does the ear fatigue thing make sense? No, that's for real. Because after a little while, you start, when you're hearing things, like what happens with me is like you start second guessing yourself on things. Yeah. When it, mm -hmm. when it was good in the first place. And then you're like, oh, let me just, let me add this. Let me add this. And then you start fucking stomping it down and it sounds like shit. And you go back, you're like, all right, I'm just going to cut this out right now. You come back like two hours later, you listen again. You're like, what the fuck did I do to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Produ like, uh, producers will say that all the time to me. And even uh, I'm okay at making beats. My my uh, expertise is rhyming and recording myself and shit. But, like, anytime I'll make – I've experienced a lot where, like, it's fucking two in the morning. I'm making a beat. It sounds fire. 
and then wake up and listen to mm-hmm. it and it's like, what the fuck is this, yeah. dog? This shit is ass, bro. It's like, it's but, like you're a yeah. drunk texting a beat. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's, 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 not, it's not your full fucking attention, you know what I mean? Right. So. I got you, man. Uh, really quick, uh, we get to our final segment here. Uh, uh, give us your Instagram where we can catch you, stuff that's dropping. But I have one question. Those shirts that you sell also plug your store. Do they yeah. fit on people with a body that's shaped like Jello? <laughs> we we have all sides. I don't know there. if I could rock that. You guys, I have the two most fit people here on the podcast. I'm like a lava lamp, man. Like so, I I don't know how it will work. It's just it will. It fit yeah. Me so or? so so Instagram, Twitter, uh, caffeine, real sick ninety nine. That's my profile. Art, real s i k h the number nine the number nine. Uh, the store realsickstore.com it's all sizes man it's everything we just we just updated the cloth so it's like softer material it fits better um, but yes anybody can wear it it's, okay. it I think we go up to like 5x <laughs> you know what I mean so like we, it'd be great if you have... added a size that just said true exact <laughs> and it's just like a fucking wave of a shirt <laughs> for the awkward yeah, body we... <laughs> We we got uh we got shirts we got hoodies uh zip ups masks um and then we're dropping a new design pretty soon um and it's gonna come with a song and a music video every time I drop a new design or a new item or anything like that it's gonna come with music um because I want to kind of that's how I started right so right. like I want I don't want people to only look at me as a battle rapper and it's good shit you know what I mean so like. Hmm. I, I want everybody that supports me, I want them to know that side of me too. So every time I drop a new design, new product, whatever, um, it's going to be a drop. It's going to be like a, a bunch of new shit on the site, and then it's also going to be my YouTube channel, right? Um, so that's going to happen within the next couple weeks. Um, yeah, so I said my social media is the hey. store, Real Six Store. Uh, yeah, my next battle will be pretty soon. It's crazy. It's a huge opportunity. All right. Uh, um, and yeah, music, merch, battles. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> final. I think we're gonna have fun with this final segment here. So yeah. You do a gun to your head. Okay. It's two questions each, and it's like a would you rather, but we kind of like mix it up. We do a little wordplay involved, so it's not like I don't know maps or globes, which is a very weird thing I first came up with. So like, all right, you gotta mm-hmm. pick a winner. You gotta answer these questions, and at the end, you pick your favorite question. All right. Got it. I'm nervous. And we keep tallies. This is pretty intense. Like <laughs> okay, bragging okay. rights across our group of friends. So right, we'll go right. back and forth. I'll go first. I, I actually don't care about the standing, so don't be feel pressured uh-huh. to pick me at all. <laughs> all right. So you have to live. Yeah, this is for your life. Would you rather mm-hmm. fight Scorpion from Mortal Kombat in a wrestling ring or a hundred scorpions in a phone booth? That's too much. Uh, I'd, I'd fight scorpion in a wrestling ring the the scorpions in a phone booth i just don't like like insects and reptiles i don't really fuck with like i'll be okay if i see a lion or a fucking bear like i'm not gonna i'm not saying i'm brave like i'll be scared i'll still be scared but i'll be a little more like okay with that versus if i see a fucking 20 foot crocodile or a fucking uh, a fucking centipede. <laughs> like, it's centipede crazy. Or those, those two things, those two, just insects and reptiles really creep me out for some reason. No, that's fine. So, Keep talking about it. Keep it in your mind because you yeah. might come back to that question and pick a winner. So the more you talk, the better. Yeah, Brian, so. go on. <laughs> All right. Uh, every day for a year, would you rather step on a thumbtack or have tacks for thumbs? Uh, I'll step on a thumbtack. Tax for thumbs is weird. You That's can't like write. I can't write. I can't. I can't do anything. <laughs> it, it it might it might help if I'm eating like fries or something. You know what I mean? Like you could just that, right? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or pork roll. I mean, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like something like that maybe. But yeah, I would not. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. All right, I, I, stepping on a thumbtack a day. That's cool. Yeah, that would like, suck, yeah. but it's like better than that. So yeah. real sick is okay with seeing a lion in a wild and stepping on a thumbtack. <laughs> All right. So, so, so 
for one year, the only place you could visit is Wildwood, or you have a pet that's a wild woodchuck. <laughs> well, how wild is the woodchuck? Like, you mean like, is that the name of the woodchuck? Like, no, he's just, a species, you have a woodchuck, but he, no, you have a woodchuck. Okay. <laughs> he's just a wild woodchuck. Like, yo, calm down. I'm trying to like, I don't know, shave or whatever you guys did. Like, what, what was the first option? Uh, only place you can visit is Wildwood, or your pet is a wild woodchuck. Like for the rest of my life, I can only for go one to year. You can only go to Wildwood. Oh, one, one Everywhere year. you go, like you leave your house, you have to go to Wildwood. Pier twenty six hundred. That's all. Yeah. Lucky Leo's. That's all there is. Oh man. Uh, do I have to tolerate the wild woodchuck? Can I like kill it? <laughs> no, you have to feed it. Like, he's just one year, one year just wildwood. One year just I'll do that. Yeah, you gotta, that means you gotta battle. Dash. You gotta battle in wildwood. Everybody, <laughs> wildwood. <laughs> <laughs> I only battle in wildwood, New Jersey. <laughs> no, next to Le- the Lex would do it. Lex would do it. Lex is creative. We battle on like the beach or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Flume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. a good question, Brian. All right, this is even better. <laughs> As I say, it's a terrible question. All right, would you rather never be able to use a tablespoon or obsessively count spoons on a table? Pretty good. Never be able to use a tablespoon or obsessively count spoons on a table, right? Um, Thumbtack hands. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of already have OCD, so like, <laughs> so I feel like I might already, cause like things have to be a, like a specific way before I start eating. I have to set everything up, and then I can eat. I can't just sit down and eat. Um, and I don't, I don't want to make it worse by like having to obsessively count spoons. So I think uh, I, I could make no tablespoon work. I think I could make it work. That's um, impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I need a yeah. tablespoon of sugar. Sorry, I only got teaspoons in my house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Favorite question. Pick a winner here. What's your favorite question? The, the scorpion one is it was my favorite one. You know what? Yeah. That's yeah. a fair victory. I'm very happy about this. I've been in a slump. You know, everybody who's been watching, <laughs> I've, I've really had to reevaluate my life here and my questions. Right. This, this is intense, man. Nah, so like, I, I'm, I, a, I'm a, uh, That's my also my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Uh, the best. I think so it's like, everyone's. Yeah. It's him. Him and Kenshi. Are my two favorites. Who is Kenshi? Yeah. That's the blind, the blind guy with the swords. Oh shit! Wow, yeah. yeah. I always pick Katana. I don't know why. Maybe it was like a <laughs> maybe. Maybe I had issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fans are fun. Hey, man, thanks a lot for coming on. We had a blast. I hope this was a little different than other interviews you did. Uh, of I course. hope we didn't ask yeah. the same questions and shit. So nah. uh, this was really fun. Love bringing I- it back to New Jersey, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for the platform. I appreciate you guys. Fun interview, man.